Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. And welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer in the 630 Chad Studios, the south side of Edmonton, and welcome to the Friday edition of Oilers Now. Jam-packed show coming up for you. Brendan Escott, uh, multitasking. It's uh, Back to the Future. Uh, he's been uh, producing and hosting mostly this week, but uh, he's got the chops where he can handle I'm glad you can handle board because it's not something that I was particularly great at myself, I'll tell you. Well, it took me a while. And here as we creep up on my five-year anniversary yes. at, uh, at Chorus, I, I think that there was a big learning curve for me in the first place. Oh. I, I knew how to talk. I just couldn't press the right buttons when I needed to. Yeah, I can tell you. That's steady. debatable still. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> I can relate to it. I mean, I, I will tell you, uh, in the uh, embryonic stages of doing uh, broadcasts on the road, we had a cellular, it was called a cell cast unit, and you had to coordinate it. I remember doing a game for the Golden Bears in Regina once, and uh, they had an aluminum roof at the Sherwood Twin Arenas, and I had to hang uh, part of the unit outside the building, and it happened to be one of those fine Regina nights where it was about minus 243, and... Uh, Fortunately, the Bears pounded them about 9-1, so it was, a, it was a good thing. We got a lot to get to uh, coming up on today's show. Uh, Brendan and myself will have some thoughts in the opening half hour, sort of uh, what's transpiring. Of course, the boys are indeed all back in town. They're out of the captain's skates. And this week on Oilers Now, in the 5 to 5.30 slot, you will have heard Jeff Jackson, the CEO of the Oilers uh, Hockey Operations Department, on Tuesday, Connor McDavid on Wednesday. Yesterday, it was Oilers head coach. Coach Jay Woodcroft, as well as Leon Drysettle today, Matthias Eckholm, who made a massive impact on joining the Oilers. After Matthias came to Edmonton, the Oilers had the best record in the NHL at 18-2-1. The team finished 17th in the league in goals against. They were 9th in the league in goals against, albeit against weaker competition after Eckholm came aboard. Uh, So we'll get to that conversation probably at about 5-13-5-14. Oilers defenseman Matthias Eckholm. Every Monday and Friday you will hear uh, daily face-offs Frank Saravalli for the horses and horse racing. Alberta Live Standard Red Racing returns to Century uh, Racetrack in Casino with races every Friday and Saturday. That's Standard Bed Racing at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Of course, here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Next Saturday, the River Cree, Brett Michaels. My brother-in-law wants tickets, and I, I can't get hold of Jeannie. I mean, it's, I, I'm going to have to make it happen here. Otherwise, I'm going to be uh, in Chateau Bow Wow. Brett Michaels at uh, River Cree Resort and Casino on Saturday night. Get your tickets now at therivercreeresort.com. River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. By the way, Brendan, you are cordially invited to an event that we're going to do October 7th. Details coming on how maybe you as a listener can also be a part of this event that we've got coming down the pipe here in about three weeks' time. You can also text us at Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We're on uh, X. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. It's a busy time of the year. Just a special shout-out right now to anybody listening online, and you can actually get us uh, north of Valley View. I did the drive up and back to Grand Prairie yesterday for the Grand Prairie Storm 
uh, jersey auction. They raised over $200,000. Eric Thurston's the head coach there. He won five conference titles in six years at the U of A, two national champions uh, chips. Eric ended up winning a total of, uh, he would have won six titles, like me. Uh, as a broadcaster, I was fortunate enough uh, to be on the periphery for six national titles in 13 years at the U of A. You heard Randy Kilburn mention the U of A Golden Bear uh, football pr- program. They're hosting Manitoba tonight over at Foot Field. I'm heading there after tonight's game, but uh, everybody in Grand Prairie was uh, terrific. Brendan, that is a that's a community, and there's a lot of rural Alberta communities that are that are starting to bounce back in a big way. Grand Prairie's got a lot going on. When I went, when I last was in Grand Prairie, there was only twenty five thousand people there. There's seventy to seventy five thousand people. It is uh, north of Edmonton in Canada. Uh, it has more commerce than any other uh, city uh, that's north of Edmonton uh, throughout the country. Uh, they got oil and gas, and of course, our team in Edmonton is called the Oilers. It would not support, surprise you. That uh, you know, we're strong supporters of uh, oil and gas. So they got oil and gas. I got uh, forestry. I worked in the reforestation business up there a number of years ago. And agriculture and commerce are doing well. And that was a great time up in Grand Prairie yesterday. So just wanted to put a shout out on that front. Tomorrow, the Edmonton Elks are in action. Brendan's going to be a part of that broadcast. They return engagement against the Calgary Stampeders quickly. Brendan, different uh, feel around the Elks with. Trey Ford, I mean, let's face it, they've been in the last four games. Well, that's that's the biggest difference is it doesn't feel like as soon as they go down by a score or even 10 points that the, the game's already over, right? They, they are generating um, they're generating more points in the first quarter of games these days than they were in the entire game in the first half of the season. So there's a lot of reason for optimism there, but Calgary is never going to give you an easy one, and the last time the Elks won a Labor Day return game was 2018, so... I got the split screen going tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Alabama, Texas, and the Elks and the Stampeders. I'm going to be doubling up. Our top story for legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments or no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. Of course, uh, the Edmonton Oilers are back in town, the captain skates. And speaking of the captain, since 2015, Connor McDavid, the most points in the NHL with uh, 850. First in assists, 547. Uh, first in power play points of 289. First in even strength goals of 225. Last two playoffs here, uh, McDavid has the most points, 53, the most assists, 35, and the most power play points um, with 20, and second in goals behind Drysaddle with 18. And people say, yeah, but he hasn't won a Stanley Cup. That's what yeah, but guy says. And I say, uh, not on him. The orders continue to build and make the team and continue to push forward and build a supporting cast around them. That's going to be something that we're going to be watching for here as we get rolling into preseason. When we come back in Oilers now, in one minute's time, we'll hook up with Matthias Ekholm from the Edmonton Oilers for Wilhock Beef Jerky. He'll be our headliner. You're listening to Oilers now. It's 513 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer, Brendan Escott with you, and we're going to go to our Oilers now headliner today uh, for Wilhock Beef Jerky. Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Caught up with Oilers defenseman Matthias Eckholm. Well, Matthias, I guess the, you've had a very interesting uh, summer, a new edition and all that kind of stuff. Maybe just talk. Uh, we've seen you in a couple different places around town. You stayed here uh, this summer. Maybe just a thought on uh, the summer in Edmonton. Yeah, it's been, it's been different for sure, but it's been great. I think um, one of uh, the things that 
me and my wife and our family loves is the weather here. It's so different from from Nashville. It's it's really hot and humid there in the summer, and here it's been kind of like Sweden, where it's it's hot and it's been really nice. It's been um, obviously a couple of weekends have been smoky, but other than that, it's been really nice and beautiful. And, and you can be out with the kids, and, and you can do a bunch of stuff. But um, yeah, it, it's been it's been great. We've we've had our third kid here, so it's it's been busy, but um, we've been able to see Edmonton a lot. We've moved into our house. We've gotten settled. We've our kids have some friends on the street. Um, we just got them into school now, so I feel like things are moving along well, and and we're happy with the summer. So, with all due respect to Nashville, which was a well-run organization for a number of years, they you know you guys got to the final in in seventeen, and but they were headed down a different path, and the Oilers are. Let's face it, everybody knows that the orders are in their window. We talked a bit about this uh, when we had you on back in June. But, you know, now that you're you're into the captain skates and there's a high level of participation for those skates here at Edmonton, uh, do you get the sense when you talk to your teammates and just, just the feeling and the recognition that the bottom line is you play to win the cup as a player. You play like yeah, the money's great and all that other stuff and the career and it's an awesome game. But what defines guys is championships. And is there a belief with this group that, hey, we can go grab this thing? I mean, I can I can only talk for myself um, again, and and I've it's, it's been a while since I was as excited about a group going into a season. I think we have a obviously we have two of the best players in the world itself, and and I think we we're we're going to build something great around uh, our team this year, and and, and I, I love the guys on the team. I think everyone's great. Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants understands that too. Like we're, I feel like there's not that many guys on the team that are in any other situation then they have been in the league a couple of years and they know it's great it's a good league to be in but winning is what we want to do and then that's kind of the standard here so and it starts with Kenny it starts up top it, and and it just flows right into the organization and everybody here is 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 knows we have a great chance know that we have a team to, that can do it and and it's just a matter of getting it together you're a veteran guy. I think we all saw the impact that you made. The numbers spoke for himself when you came in. I think you ended up like plus 26 in the 21 games and put up a, a fair amount of points. But it was the common steadiness and the presence, I think, for uh, you know observers of the team watching just the, that evolution occur. Um, how much mentorship takes place? Like, you know, how much did you talk to a guy like Evan Bouchard, uh, you know, during the course of things in terms of riding the emotional highs and lows and trying to get a, because I get the sense that you're very balanced on a, on a shift by shift basis on the ice. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to be myself at the end of the day, but um, as you grow into the league and, and now I've been in here for, for a decade or more than that. So you get to learn stuff, you get to see stuff, and and I mean, I, it's not the first Evan Bouchard I've seen throughout my years. And early on in my career, I might have just gone on about my business and then trying to make myself uh, be as good as I can. But I feel like I've reached a point in my career where I also can be an impact for other guys, and um, at least the ones that I that I play with, I just try to talk to them as much as I can, and, and just you could see when you got here. I feel like he was one of those. I shouldn't call it a classic example, but he was he was almost trying to do too much and he kind of got away from what makes him great. And, and we just, I don't know if I talked, I should give him credit. I think he just realized that he has the offensive upside that not many other guys in this league has. And, and when you do that, you have to you have to play that way and understand that a mistake that goes the wrong way 
can't affect your next shift. You gotta just wash it right then and there, and then keep playing your game. Because the good, as long as the good decision outweigh, the decisions outweighs the bad ones, he's gonna nobody's gonna even remember he gave up a two and one or, or something happened here and there because he's doing such a great uh, great job offensively and, and and getting us goals. So. Um, it was really fun playing with him. I thought he did a great, great job, and I thought he had somewhat of a breakout party, as, at least when I was here. So um, I try to just be myself at the end of the day to, to finish your question. And, and um, we have some other young D on our team that will we'll try to um, talk to as much as I can. And then just uh, if they have any questions, I'm happy to answer them. But they're, they're great they're great people, and they're, they're great uh, hockey players, so I'm sure it's just a matter of time. We are joined by Edmonton Oilers defenseman Matthias Eckel and Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers Now. All right, I want to talk about one of those guys. Uh, you know, uh, Edmonton hosted the 2018 Holinka uh, uh, Gretzky tournament, and Philip Broberg was spectacular in that tournament and was right there, a lot of people thought, with Bowen Byram, who's with Colorado Avalanche and is seen as a, you know, an impressive offensive D-man. I think Philip's probably a little bit more of a two-way defenseman. Uh, yeah, I know you saw a little bit with him last year, and he's a guy that wants, I mean, I think for the Oilers, they sort of integrated Ryan McLeod and Evan Bouchard into the team the last couple of years. And I think that there there has to be a way that Dylan Holloway and and Philip Roberg become a bigger part of things. So specific with Philip, you're both Swedish, you know. Um, he's he's been up and down in the minors the last couple of games. He's had or seasons he's had a couple of really impressive showings, including in Vegas in the regular season a couple of years ago. Just a thought about, you know. Does it help that you you know your your fellow countryman and you know is has there been any discussion in the off season from anybody in the Oilers management or coaching side that you know you might be in a position to help this guy grow as well? Yes and no, I guess. Um, obviously, it's it's nice to talk Swedish, obviously, and 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 he. Um, I think the 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 part that might stand out is I feel like our styles of game aren't too different i feel like we can we're about the same player maybe he's a bit more offensive um i think we're just scratching the surface with him but i think he has a really solid game i think he skates really well i think he it's just a matter of a little bit like in a different way than it was with bush with bush it was more like just would more have the guts to play your game because it will be good um here with philip it's more Take your eyes. Take just don't be shy. Don't be timid. Sometimes I feel like that's a, a bit with young defensemen. I feel like I was the same way in my first couple of years. But you got to go out. You're gonna get what you earn, and it's or you got to earn it because nobody's gonna give it to you. I mean, even though he's a high pick and everything, you'll you'll get more opportunities. But at the end of the day, he's gonna have to go out and take it. And it's more about that, I think, than anything else that. I think he's been around now where he hopefully feels confident and enough to just like I belong here and I'm going to go out and show him and I'm going to do my thing and that's sometimes you have coaches or you have I don't know parents whatever that tell you you should play like this but you got to play where you're comfortable and you got to just go out and do it to 100% and I'm confident that will help him just get that kind of feeling where he's like okay I belong here and, and now I'm going to take off because I think it's just a matter of time with him I've seen, he's got every tool in the toolbox and, and uh, I think he's going to be a great defenseman you've played both sides how hard is it for a left shot D to play the right side it's a challenge for sure um, I, I recently tried it last year I was playing with McDonough in Nashville for the start of the year and um, 
uh, it's it's different. It, it it has some things that are good. It has some things that are bad. But um, at the end of the day, it's more. I think it's more about because what happened last year was like the team didn't start as great, and then you're looking at what's wrong, and then it's easy to just shift. So I think I played like six or seven games, and we didn't do well. So then they flipped back, and then it's just a thing. I think the thing that you need with that is consistency and you got to play it over time because it's hard to just adjust within a couple games i feel like you need time with it so then then you're left out a little bit with how the team are doing um but i don't think it's it don't it's not impossible by any means that there's a lot of guys that really do it well out in the league that that really like it and, that, and it's just a matter of time and and you got to get reps on it and games eventually um to kind of just get used to it, but it's uh, it's a bit of a different challenge. I will say that. Matthias, one final one for you. Uh, so you're in Canada here all off season. What's the split on Netflix or whatever streaming service you deploy? How much you still watch from Sweden? Because there's some pretty unique. Uh, uh, I think we talked a couple of years ago, or, or not, or last season when you came aboard about uh, Clark, the bank robber yeah, in Sweden. Yeah. That, that four part or six part series that was on that it was pretty uh, cool. But do you do you do you find that you occasionally covet or try to find a way to get Swedish is that something that you you know you check the news out every day just to know what's going back back home and that sort of thing yeah for sure yeah me and my wife is both Swedish so it, it comes natural that way but we we love to watch a, a good Netflix show too that are American we watched Succession this past summer and, and it was really good so we've watched a couple but we usually try to sneak in a Swedish one too every once in a while and we, we check the news we talk to friends and family obviously back home so uh, try to keep us uh, uh, as close of a an eye that we can but uh, I mean it's it's harder now too it's one an extra hour of time difference too so we're at eight hours so it's 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 tougher but it's at the same time it's it's what when you have time especially I'm on the road a lot so you, you have more time to check the news and then watch shows and all that with three kids it's uh, if you get an hour by yourself at night you're happy right so Absolutely. It's, it's what it is but it'll be a time for that as well well you know in football when you have uh, when you have one child between two parents it's called double coverage mm-hmm. and then when you have two kids it's called man on man this would be tennessee football talk for you <laughs> not vanderbilt though because they were never any good in that, no. in that sec conference but tennessee was good and then uh, when you have more than two kids it's zone mm-hmm. right so there you go hey look we appreciate the time thanks for joining us on others now thank you guys you bet that is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet, Matthias Eckholm. It's 527 in Edmonton. Bob Stopper, Brendan Escott with you. It is time for Oilers Now Trivia, brought to you by Pro-Am Sports Fan, Cave and Fan Gear Specialist for all budgets in Edmonton on St. Albert Trail and at ProAmSports.ca. Here's what you got to do to win. you got to text us on the Ashley Pine Floors text line, 780-496-0063. This is not an easy question. Up for grabs a $50 GC from ProAmSports.ca and bragging rights. I mentioned I went to Grand Prairie yesterday. Which player born in Grand Prairie has played the most games in the National Hockey League? And I'll give you a hint. He has a brother that was born in Edmonton, and he, referring to the player that's played the most games of anybody that was born in Grand Prairie, this player was involved in one of the most frightening on-ice incidents accidents in NHL history. Texas on the Ashley Pine Floors text line 780-496-0063. 528 in Edmonton. Frank Cerebali for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Live standard red racing. Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Races Friday and Saturday nights. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Frank's coming up at 534, but not after a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.